Hello guys, welcome to the new Nostalgia Podcast episode 2 with Bugs, Jenny, and Oscar. We forgot to go ahead and fill in the introduction, so just let us know what you guys think. Like, share, and comment, of course. Uh, we always love the feedback. Thanks guys for listening. <laughs> so when was that age? What would you say that age is? That was nine. Eight or nine for me. So I would say I probably had one more year before I knew Santa Claus would exist. Me too. I think I was like about ten. And I specifically remember sitting in the back seat of my mom's car. And we're driving home from school. And I go, Mom, you can tell me. <laughs> Just can't. Or... Can I ask you a question and you tell me the truth? I think that's how I said it. And she's like, well, yes. And I said, okay, you can tell me the truth. Santa Claus isn't real, right? And she's like, I I could see her, her face go from like, to, okay, yeah, you know, she really tried to be. No, of course, he's okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> she really tried to fight the she whole. She tried, but I. She knew she was going to be lying to me. It was kind of like one of those things. Like, do I lie to my child just to keep that innocence a little longer for my benefit? No, I'm just kidding. No, but um. Jeez, I wish I had a, a memory like that, but I really didn't. You know, the way I remember it specifically was there was a time in Georgia, and of course, going to the PX. The video game section was totally cased off, totally from diff- everything else from the toys. So when going on to base, and again, growing up as a military child, you kind of get sectioned off. So you just go and play video games, and you get play, you get to play all the fucking games you want because that's what they had is there. And they had only, only had one game, so they never like back in the day for the Super NES or NES, they never had demos. So you just go and play the game. So as my mom would say, we just used to go to the, um, drop a like a big brand Montgomery Ward and you yeah. go to Sears and <laughs> you used to go and play the demos that's what I used to do as a kid so I remember my sister one year ago I, was, um, I remember picking up a super super Street Fighter Turbo 2 and I remember saying I really want it and my sister was like maybe if Santa gets it for you or you know there was that time when she was like you know they bubble your head up with uh, if you're good enough they'll get they'll get it for, Chris, uh, Santa Claus will get it for you so I remember, I think, the next day or so, within the next couple of days, I remember my sister, like, hiding, like, a big amount of boxes, mm. and I managed to find that video game, <laughs> a series of other video games, a series of other figures that I had wanted that year, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I don't think that's real anymore. <laughs> so that's the way it kind of happened for me, was that I never, like, approached my parents, I never really asked anybody else if it was pretty much true so so what would you say is like i guess we could go and branch off that like what would be your worst memory as a kid i'm sorry that's deep (laughs) my worst memory as a kid like something you completely regret i know i have oh that i've done or that happened to me because i have i have a one that happened to me that that still causes me trauma to today (laughs) 
It's the reason that I I get very very anxious when I dial a wrong number, accidentally. Uh, I think you've told me this. Mm-hmm. So when I was little, I was I, I was I must have been this like sounds like a horror movie. Every five time or you tell six, me. and um, it's when people still had beepers, <laughs> and uh, my my dad had his pager, and his whole thing was, you know, if you ever need to call me at work or anything like that. Call my pager number, and, um, well, now that I'm thinking of it, uh, I don't know if it was, it had to be, it had to have been me calling his job, because he answered, obviously, now that I'm thinking of it, sorry. So, I must have called where he worked, and, or at least I thought I did, and the man that answered the phone said, uh, I, I was like, can I speak to my daddy, or something like that, and he says, your daddy, you don't have a daddy. And that's super creepy. Yeah, and Personal. I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, I, it was just like, "What do you mean?" And I couldn't. I was at my grandma's house, and I couldn't tell her what just happened because one, my grandparents spoke Spanish, and even though I spoke Spanish when I was little, it was nowhere near as great to be able to communicate <laughs> to her what the fuck just happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I remember my dad coming home and, um, and I, I think I, I told him, I must have told him what happened. Um, and he just kind of like dismissed it like, oh, well, don't worry about it. I'm here. You know, like it's clearly not true. So don't worry about it. But so I will never forget that for as long as I live. And that's why I have anxiety for, ans- for answering wrong, wrong numbers. numbers. Wow. Yeah. So that's the worst thing that's ever happened to that's me. That's really bad. As a kid I, that I can remember. I'm sure there's more. <laughs> the only thing that pops to mind is when I broke my leg at Lax. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, my my mom was going in Lax back home in Brownsville, Texas is is a, a furniture store. So my mom was going in simply just to make a payment. <laughs> poor, my, my poor mom, and of course mm-hmm. I was bored, so I started walking around while she was in line to go make the payment, and I see this huge ass marble table just. <sighs> Like the top, it wasn't the table. It was just the table top, and it was pure marble. It was like disassembled. It was, yeah, disassembled, and 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 the table was slanted on top, like slanted on a sofa. So I was just looking at it, and of course I was five and stupid, and I was like, oh, no. "What's under that marble table?" Oh no! So I start going under, and then I start seeing it start to wobble, oh, shit. and I start trying to like get my way out of there, trying to get out, and I got out until it fell right on my leg. And, like, I just started screaming and screaming and screaming, and then, like, they all come, and, you know, all the people people working there started coming, and then all the... My mom starts panicking, and I'm like, ow, my leg. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sorry. I was trying to take it out, and my mom said that, like, the skin started coming. It was oh, really my bad. God. It Sorry was, for uh, the visual people. It was bad. And then eventually, of course, they, you know, they got me out of there, and I, I was going to the emergency room, and I just remember feeling this pain that was so strong that was like, and I remember my mom specifically telling me, don't cry, because there's babies around. And if babies see you cry, they'll cry. <laughs> So I was just in the emergency room. And like, then you'll be starting this whole frenzy. <laughs> It'll be crazy mayhem. So this is why I don't cry. So I'm just there in all this pain. Just be like. Uh, uh, That's fucking uh. terrible. <laughs> 
I love your mom, but that's terrible. <laughs> so she gives me the worst advice. She she probably could, uh, and it's affected me to later, you know, <laughs> later things in life. We yeah. love you, Oscar's mom. <laughs> I hope you're not listening to this anyway. <laughs> the one I remember was about injuring the kid who fell from oh. the top. You well, were that kid. Yeah, we were. Well, you can ask my brother about this. It was the one time that. It was in Alaska. There was a pretty big playground that we had, and it being snowy, and of course, and and once snow heats a little bit, it starts to melt. And definitely, especially off metal, it's very slippery. Science. <laughs> so, Sorry. <laughs> so going up this three story, and I kid you not, about three stories, and I mean, even even to this day, like even still being afraid of heights, I couldn't fucking do it. But I did it no matter what. It was fun just going up the the tower. So it was about three stories off the ground, Jeez. and it was pure metal. And now he's afraid of heights, just so you know. <laughs> so this probably is why. <laughs> anyway, it, it probably is, or I, I mean, I can't really pinpoint what made it worse. But anyway, going up with me and my brother and a couple of kids that we grew up with at, in uh, Fort Greeley is we went up to the top, and we didn't want this kid. Apparently, we didn't like this kid at this time. Mm-hmm. And this, and this clearly, I'm clearly, I mean, we didn't let him up at the top level, so I don't know if it was me or if it was my brother, but we kind of kicked him down. And again, everything being pure metal, especially the ladder, just the kid just rattling <gasps> down, oh. and he hit. Okay, so the level was like left to right, left to right. So the third level was nothing, just pure ground of just the metal. So I hear. Holy shit! And we didn't know what came to what came to it after, but I guess the kid broke his leg or his arm. I can't remember. A limb. But he, broke he broke something. something. <laughs> so it was pretty traumatic to us. So we're we will never fuck with kids again. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! Okay. Nothing bad to me. I, I mean, <laughs> well, it, it didn't happen to me. So <laughs> I walked out fine. Jesus! So. It was just that. But how you we forever are. carry that guilt. Yeah. Aww. It was just, damn. <laughs> Jesus. That sucks. We were those kids. What was the one toy that you wanted as a kid? Well, first of all, um, what did we see on the way coming home? Uh, that was really And it stopped me in my tracks, and I'm driving, and I'm like, okay, I'll, and I don't know why, but it was just random. But a little girl in front of our dog park was using a skip it. Yeah, that's, 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 if you need to look it up, it's just... <laughs> It keeps it keeps track and score just about how many loops it does. <laughs> so when I saw it, I'm like, "This girl is not even first off, he not was, even he old was enough." Debating, he was debating. <laughs> yeah, seriously, she wasn't old enough. To I mean, be. do they still have stuff? Out? <laughs> Clearly, they do somewhere because this little girl had she, one. She obviously had, still had it, yeah. Unless you know, one of her parents, which would be like our age, just was like, "Oh, here, have one of my old toys," <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know. I really, like, if Jenny was, like, I was really contemplating on asking her. Where did you get that? Where did you get that? (laughs) Because it's the kind of thing you just do, like, no, I can't walk away from a situation like this. I mean, we can't even resort back to, I mean. Well, Well, they still make boppets. They still make boppets, but it's in, like, a weird, discombobulated original form. Not the original form, which was just pull it, bop it, and twist it. Those are the only three. That we really fucking needed to get by. And then you know what else hasn't changed? And if you go and look at this right now, Simon has not fucking changed. Ooh, Simon. 
I love that true. game. Simon is the only game, and it's probably even ba- even going back as far as our parents. That game has not fucking changed. Well, because you know, if it ain't broke, <laughs> don't. It, it's don't it's just. It. Good times. Actually, I want one so bad. I think we should have a Christmas where we get nothing but just but toys. old nostalgic. Yeah, like old cool toys. That'd be so cool. Like, yeah, Hunting them down would be a son of a bitch. That'd be super fun. I remember one Christmas being, well, it was obviously the Christmas Toy Story came out. And I was super excited. And I really, 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 really wanted... The Buzz Lightyear action toy. Like the Dad, one? I, as, as I'm here listening to us talking, we are... We, we <laughs> call it. us spoiled. <laughs> we're like, I feel like we're, we're spoiled brats. <laughs> you, know, you know what, I... Um, no. <laughs> I'm just, I'm gonna vote no. Well, this is interesting, because both you and I, Oscar, only are children. only children. Only children. And, um... Yeah, uh, I have. But brother. you, well, you, but you and your sister uh, grew up like uh, far enough apart to where she was like the only child for a while. For a while, and then you were the only child until your brother came along. But it was like both, you know, you guys. So it was kind of the way it worked, and I like it, and, it, and I've always liked it. It's just my sister got what she wanted, and then me and my brother. In a way, it, it really. I'm not complaining at all. It's just, it worked the way, it. if you had a sibling, it was just, you shared. So that's all we knew. And, and it worked, it, no matter what, it still kind of works that same way. <laughs> Sharing, it was just fun. It was just, and then, of course, you have the older sister who, and I'm going to say it, she tormented us with the <laughs> systems of, yeah, we're playing. We had the controller like 10 feet away from the system and running around throughout the house i remember her telling us stuff like that but i love listening to y'all's stories like <laughs> when they're their stories from growing up i love it it it's the type of thing where it's like i kind of wish i had a brother and sister but for the most part i don't <laughs> but were you the kind of kid oscar who like if they asked you oh do you you know do, not that it's your, not that it was your choice if do, you do. had a brother or sister but you know when parents are like do you want a little brother? Or I, I was. I definitely was the type of kid who... I always wanted a little brother to beat up on. <laughs> I, well, I've, I've always either wanted... And obviously it wouldn't happen since I was... Gonna, since I am the first and only child. I either wanted an older sister and to be the younger brother. Which obviously wasn't going to happen because, I mean, too late. But Or to have a little brother. I never wanted the reverse. To me, having a, a younger sister always sounded to me super annoying. And having an older brother uh, always felt, I guess, like you're going to be in competition with that person. You're always going to be... For the rest of your life. Yeah. Well, that's that's funny because I always wanted an older brother. And that's weird that you wanted an older sister. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Like, that's so weird. I don't know why. I always wanted an older brother. I wouldn't have wanted an older sister. And, you know, Lord help my father if there were more than two of us like if if I had a sister younger or older because I can say that you know I never gave my parent I don't I've never gave my parents trouble except for my attitude as a teenager I had a terrible attitude and mom I've apologized to you before but I will apologize to you again I'm so sorry for that uh never did I want a younger sibling Ever. You never wanted someone young, a younger sibling? Right, never. Brother or sister. Brothers, wow. My parents would flat out ask me, and I'd flat out say, no. 
just no. no, just never did. Never. I mean, obviously, if I had one, I would have just lived with it. But you know, <laughs> yeah. Kill, I mean, I, or kill them. <laughs> <laughs> but spoiled, yes. <laughs> I'm not ever going to deny that. But no, we all. I think we all lived kind of through those spoiled moments because. We all kind of knew eventually where we're going to get the item that we wanted. That maybe most. spoiled, but not spoiled rotten. I'd say. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree true. with that. That's very true. Yeah. Almost everything. I mean, like my mom was telling me, telling us the other day, was we were never without a computer. We were never without a TV. We were and never. That's very, very true. I'm very grateful for the, for the childhood that I had. The, you know, my parents when uh, when they grew up, they were second generation. Um, my grandparents came from Mexico, and my my dad and my aunt were born here, and my my mom and her all of her siblings were born here. Usually, the dream is just to always make sure your kids have better than what you had, and that's definitely what my parents did, and I'm very very grateful for that. <laughs> so. I guess going back to the toy that you kind of wanted, I kind of wanted you to elaborate. Sorry, we, before we sidetrack. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I think I remember opening Christmas, my Christmas presents, and getting the Woody toy. You're like, hey! And I was like, <laughs> it, it, was de- yeah, it was definitely like, oh, okay. <laughs> for Christmas for us, it was obviously you start off the morning at, at home, and like I'd open presents from Santa, you know, quote unquote, mm-hmm. quote quote quote. Um, and and for my parents, and then I'd go to my aunts and uncles on my mom's side. And the aunt and uncles on my mom's side, I think I mostly got clothes from them. So going to my dad's side afterwards was a lot more fun because everyone on that side is so close in age to where it's like, you know, a lot of the toys that my cousins would have, I I would want to or vice versa if I had something they'd want. And I knew I'd get better gifts from that (laughs) side too. (laughs) Like, we're putting it out there. Um... (laughs) I remember opening from one from from. I can hear all those people listening. God, y'all are arrogant fuck. <laughs> These douchebags. Sorry. Off. <laughs> I remember. Um, I remember getting Buzz Lightyear from from my from one of my aunts and uncles, and I was like, "Whoa, I love this." And then looking back and putting my life in the perspective of Toy Story, I'm sure all my toys hated me because as soon as I got them. <laughs> I just they'd they'd be on the floor and I'd watch TV. That's so, so funny, because oh, you've said that before. Mm-hmm. You've been, I'd been like Oscar, what did you think about Toy Story three? Or like, how, I'm sure my toys would hate me. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> I don't have think no I memories have, of me. I have no. I don't think my toys would have any fond memories of me. I don't think they would care. Well, they'd be like, if good, I went we're going to college. somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> we're going somewhere we can get played with. Yeah, jeez, that that movie again. Oh, yeah. Now I sound a little bit douchey. <laughs> It's okay. So the best gift that I wanted, and it was so awesome, it was when I, I think it was in Alaska when I got this thing, but the creepy crawler machine, as like as I mentioned earlier, it was just, it was just my go-to. It was just it, the commercial itself. You need to look it up on YouTube. It still has the nostalgia factor for me because the jingle was so awesome. But it was this guy or these kids just all surrounded, and it, and the female counterpart, of course, at that time was the Easy Bake Oven. But you just make cakes. Make I actually cakes and... never had an Easy Bake Oven. I never asked for one. Surprisingly, because I'm I was a fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still fat now, so <laughs> it's okay. But I never asked for one, which is strangely, oddly enough. Anyway, keep going. So it was the exact same thing. Of course, you 
have a I don't know how what water the bulb it was, but it was a bright orange box. You had a little slit, and you just pretty much put. And I kid you not, again, this is weird. It had a certain wattage bulb, but then you have metal plates, and you have your colors, and you mix it all in however you want, and then you just stick it in there, and you let the thing just take its mold over, it. and then you take it on out, let it cool, and it's rubbery. It's like like those what they have now, like close enough to rubber balls or slap like slap stickies, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was close enough to that, but it was really fun because then I was like, well, what if you could eat these things? That was like my first imagination of like. What else could you do with this stuff? <laughs> what else could you do with it? And then they, what they did was they finally made one that you could actually, again, eat. So mm-hmm. it was really weird. But it wasn't like close enough to where you stick it in the oven this time and you eat it. It was like stuff out of the package. You mix with water. You mix with hot water. You mix with this. And it was just, it stood the test of time. I still probably would want to hunt that down. And I'm trying to think of the toy I always wanted when I was little. I remember always always asking for my size barbie oh jeez. yeah i remember i remember uh. i never got one but that's probably fine because as i got older i would have probably probably been really creeped out by it <laughs> but um which is probably why my parents never got it for me in the first place um and there's a lot of movies to go ahead and protest that it's just ooh, creepy well yeah it was i always wanted one of those um i don't know why i just i don't know i guess I was one of those kids who was, I mean, I still am. I'll watch infomercials and I'm like, I need that. (laughs) So, oh, that. And I always wanted one of those like little, like, um, like the Barbie Jeeps or something like, like stuff Um. like that. I never got one of those, but it's okay. My parents were like, you don't need that. And they were right. (laughs) 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 They were right. (laughs) Were you really going to drive it? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Was there ever a toy that you got that you remember thinking like, I don't know. Like, you just got it, and you thought that you were going to want it so badly, and once you got it, you just... You were just so disappointed. It was like, whatever. Like, your first experience with buyer's remorse. (laughs) Yeah, really. Stretch Armstrong. Oh, I always wanted one of those. (laughs) That was the only thing I could think of, because it's literally, all it was is, you could do this to it, you could do that, but then it just goes right back. But my curiosity is fun, and I think I've told, I think I've said this about a dozen times, is, again, you have teeth. So your first, uh, my first instinct was to go ahead and see what's underneath. Well, I remember, <laughs> so I bit like, I don't know why I remember biting it, but I just remember it being really salty. It was a, it was like a sugary, gooey Ooh. substance. What are you talking, is this the insides of a stretch Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Were you, uh, were you the kid who ate paste? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I was kidding. the kid who was curious enough to go ahead and bite into a stretch arm You just kind of licked the inside? <laughs> yeah. I didn't eat it. Like, I yeah. bit enough to break the skin. Of and I thing. wouldn't do that either, but I, I for <clears> some <throat> reason, I remember. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I, was I don't just know. very curious. Mm, strange. Very curious as a child. <laughs> so. For me, it was the, the, the talk boy, like the Home Alone talk oh, boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's well, like, I... okay, this is going to be awesome. I can record people's conversations, like, from the movie. I can replay them. I can play them back. <laughs> and, I can play them back. <laughs> and then I got it, and it's like, oh. That's how my voice sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, nope. <laughs> stop. Stop that. I think I remember um, v- recording uh, one of my cousins, like, cousins using a, a, a cuss word and then playing it back from <laughs> 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 my parents. <laughs> I'm sure that went over wonderfully. Yeah. I was like, look what they said. What? Play that back again. I can. What I can did rewind they say? it. I can rewind it. <laughs> Do you remember as a kid ever 
using a cuss word, not knowing it was a cuss word, and then gauging the reaction from your parents to like, oh, that's something I shouldn't say. Yes. I remember one time, I remember, I remember one time, I remember my dad telling me a story, I don't remember this actually happening, but he told me like the first time, I guess I used the word like fuck, I was like, I was doing something and all of a sudden I was, I had <laughs> something in my hands, right I had some in my hands and it just, and it, it fell out of my hands and it broke and I was like, <laughs> and then my dad's like, what did you say? Nothing. <laughs> I like how you like, said I, that and the I tablet fell. I thought that's what we, we were supposed to yeah. say. <laughs> that's great that it's you like, use it in the right context. That's wonderful. So the way I kind of learned was actually, it was later when, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go back to it again. It's kind of the, the end, but, um. Watching South Park for the first couple of, for the first couple of episodes yeah. when it very 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 much started, in the first couple of episodes I think they used the word dildo sparingly. When did that show start? I, <laughs> I want to say it was when we were, we were like in fourth grade. We I were think. little, and so it came out the perfect time for us to learn curse words. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say 90, 96, 95? When well when when I, when I was watching Comedy Central when it came out to me, I'm gonna say well, 97, 98. I was in Alaska when that came out. So that was it. Was funny because it was perfect weather for us to go ahead and contribute what they were feeling. Ninety-seven. So, so we were all almost, almost like nine. nine ninety-seven, yeah. ninety-eight. We were in like four. Mm-hmm, nine or ten. Yep. So that so was pretty much. Yeah, perfect age. <laughs> <laughs> perfect age for going around. Nice. So, going to I guess stemming from South Park. What was the one show your mom would or your mom and dad would never let you watch? Which, when you look back on it, you're like, oh, whatever. But I never had a show to think about. Well, yes, again, everything. I'm going to go back to Tales from the Crypt, but Tales from the Crypt was something I could watch. But of course, when the gratuitous amounts of sex scenes that would pop up, of course, you cover your eyes. But there was a movie, and I, I know my mom will go ahead and pitch on this. Gratuitous sex scenes? What are you talking about? <laughs> They're only there for the, to forward the story. <laughs> to forward the story? Look at it now. They're just useless. Yeah. Just belly button humping a lot. <laughs> they really didn't forward nothing. Coming from a kid who, who grew up with ABC, CBS, Fox, and... NBC That's as right, the four stations I only really ever watched because we lived in a place where it was so out in the country that they didn't really get cable. Right. It was like you either had satellite or nothing and then we didn't get satellite till <laughs> I was older. I was like 13. And um, anyway. What is so, this newfound treasure? Seriously. So well, my, okay, so my grandma had cable and that would... Like, whenever I was sick, I would... Go to your... I would stay at my grandma's, so I was, like, happy, because mm-hmm. um, I grew... I mean, like, kids of our generation, we grew up with 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 Nick and um, Nick Jr. and Face Jeez. and Stick Stickly. And oh, God. So I knew all that, because now that I look back on it, I faked being sick a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, but you were sick for a good reason, because you knew... Hey, as soon as I go to school, all the good shows are fucking off. Exactly. That's true. So, um, <laughs> that is true. That is how I saw it. I was like, hey, I get to stay home and I get to watch Nick Jr. You know? Yeah. I get to watch the TV talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Entertain me, TV. So, um, yeah. So, 
on my Tales from the Crypt comment. Was going back to, you were watching it on syndication. Exactly. I, I did not know. <laughs> Until... I feel so, I, it was such a stupid moment for me. And it was actually not that long ago, which is even worse. You know, that I had, um, didn't know exactly how explicit Tales from the Crypt was. Until you bugs showed it, we were, I was I don't know what we were talking about a certain episode. Yeah, I, and I was like, well, I don't remember that, or I was describing it, and I'd be like, yeah, Tales from the Crypt, that's totally family time. That was I used to watch that with my parents, and both Oscar and Bugs looked at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, wow. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, that family time was dinosaurs. I used to watch Oz with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Something really horrible. Jesus. Anyway. No, but... Um, like so, my, my family would love American History X. <laughs> so then when you actually showed me one of your favorite episodes of Tales from the Crypt, yep. I was like, I don't remember that. <laughs> And um, you're like, well, it was on HBO. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> no wonder. Shows. So there you go. I would watch Tales from the Crypt before Saturday Night Live or after the X-Files on Fox. I can't, I know, still can't grab that show. I just, I don't know, since it, since it first aired, I can't get grasp of it. So X-Files? Yeah, I just. My dad today, just today, asked me, when is the X-Files starting? My dad is a huge. Jeez, they're doing a huge, huge countdown on on Facebook and everything. He was a huge when it came out on Netflix. My dad was ecstatic. He, he watched. Yes, he watched. He binged the Wonder Years and he binged oh, X Files. And I was the first to come back around that because I had been introduced to Fred Savage via uh, Little Monsters with Howie Mandel. Oh, and that was if you guys and Princess seen Fred. That. No, that one, I hadn't seen not until when I was about like younger. I hadn't watched it. I had just barely found out about this film. Oh, okay. So, uh, and then I just also pointed out on the cover is an ambergram oh, via yes. both sides. So I was first again. I was newly introduced to this film. So is that, I wasn't all aboard that train of pretty much just you know everybody's quoting the Princess Bride, and I was like, hmm, I'm not too. I was all about Labyrinth at that time. Yeah. <laughs> I was all about Labyrinth the Dark Crystal. You're going to make me cry again. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to go ahead and we're going to segue into something else, I promise. Um, <laughs> let me see. Um, something I didn't, like I was trying to, I guess, well, was I didn't have a show that my parents would let me watch. I had a certain movie my mom would never let me watch. And like I was like I was saying is that it was it was not until I was like probably older is that she finally said, "Oh, you can watch it. It's whatever." But it was the Flowers in the Attic. Oh, <laughs> I like how you both look at me. But yeah, it was that movie, and she had hid that movie. Well, for good reason. Yeah, I know that now. That movie was hit from us pretty well. It was you can't watch this. You can never watch this. Well, and... good because <laughs> well, the book is even worse. But oh jesus and they did a remake or they made a sequel they made a tv like a tv movie about it Mm -hmm. how long ago was this i don't even know i don't know a few years ago yeah the new one was it on lifetime or something it's probably probably, probably a movie (laughs) jeez a show that i couldn't watch um other than beavis and butthead yep that's that was mine yeah beavis and butthead but i i think i don't think i was i would 
would have watched it on my own, the one that I probably would have watched on my own that my parents didn't want me to watch was Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, I think that was I right. think they were even more adamant that I would not watch Ren and Stimpy. Really? Mm-hmm. I would watch Ren and Stimpy, and my mom, I don't think neither knew what was really going on in that show, because when we look back <laughs> at it now, it's clearly not a children's show. Yeah. But then there's a lot of stuff that really wasn't... What I'm trying to get at is the fact that we watched shows like Ren and Stimpy, Rocko's Modern Life, you know, a lot of shows like that, that if you look back on it, just like, that's so gross. But then yeah. kids today have, like, Adventure Time and stuff, stuff like that. clearly made for stoners. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so is Adventure Time made for children, or is it made for our generation? I think it's still trying to pertain and try to go ahead and say have the same amount of gas as much as Ren and Stimpy and Booze and Bud. But they can't cross that line like Beavis and Butthead. And again, even watching Ren and Stimpy, I didn't know it was that adult oriented. Everything is just so blue. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Like, it was so. I don't know if I was like close guarded around the television or anything, but got away with watching Beavis and Butthead and. Got away with watching Ren and Stimpy in the Well, I but. guess that's a good. It's a good thing too to measure, to look back on it and measure that we did indeed have at least some form of in- innocence when we were little, because mm-hmm. we, you know, we would have definitely caught all of those jokes if we weren't. So, I kind of wonder if the kids who are growing up with Adventure Time are going to watch it with that kind of innocence and be like, "Oh, it's just fun." Cute, yeah, happy I think stuff. they're going to do it. And then, like, for us, we watch and we're like, okay, you clearly have to be high to, <laughs> to truly, absolutely enjoy the show. Is there a show or a movie? No, show. Let's stick with show. Okay. Like how Fuller House is coming out, how, mm. you know, Gilmore Girls, like, yeah. the revival's coming out. Is there one show that, either, you know, I guess it can be, you know, when you're a teenager, when you're a kid, that was on there that you haven't heard anything about it coming or a revival coming out that you really want that you'd be surprised or you'd be happy to find that they do want to remake dinosaurs really <laughs> okay okay I, I, you both give me that same look just not like... the mama's the only thing i remember about this show <laughs> well really. okay. it, it's the kind of okay that's the kind of show for me that it, if i remember it and i remember really liking it when i was little and when i saw that it was on netflix i was like yes and then i remember watching it and thinking Wow, this is... It's not poorly written, but I thought... Okay, when I... And the way I found out the spoiler towards the end, and I'm going to say it, is that... And if you, it really doesn't... It has the continuity, of course, what you think the dinosaurs would have gone through. But to actually have a family behind it is just... The ending is abrupt. It's basically the Ice Age. They're trapped inside the house. This is how the season ends. It ends on season three or two. But the, the way the episode ends is they are watching, as a family, around the television set, is that the Ice Age is happening. And Earl's response of to, we'll make it, we'll survive. But the newscaster is, we don't know, long, we don't know how long this will go on. And roll credits. But that's weird because I thought... Well. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly! It ends on a bleaker note, but it's just like, I wish... I want to know more than just those two or three seasons that they did have. I thought the asteroid hit, and then the dinosaurs. Yeah, I thought it was an asteroid. What? Well, at the beginning, that's what they had always contemplated. It was like, well, they joke at it at the beginning. The first episode, first season, right off the bat, they're like, an asteroid is gonna is gonna hit uh, Pangea, 
and I think they point towards that. They're like, and the, the guy gets handed another paper, and he's like, and it's not. So they kind of carry oh, on. Okay. It's really quickly. <laughs> And it's just the Ice Age that's pretty much hitting. So. Okay, gotcha. When did that show air? Like, was it a primetime show? Yeah. Yep. I remember it coming out, I think it probably came out maybe just a little bit before we were born, or maybe just a little bit after. I think but, just a little bit after. But mm-hmm. I think I remember it being on, like, a block before they would show, like, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, they'd show... Like, you know, all those... Blossom. <laughs> yeah. Blossom. Which is, which is my answer bell. to what you were gonna, what you were asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all those shows. Yeah, I think that they had a block of it because I remember... That's when I remember watching it. Like, when I would watch it. It was before... Um, it was before, like, Fresh Pence, before Blossom, before Saved by the Bell. And Family Matters was on that block. Family Matters, yeah. And then... Like, the... Afternoon block of yep. Full House was part of it too at that time too. Probably. Jeez, that was a whole big list of. I was uh, I bypassed everything. I kind of watched a little bit of Family Matters, but I then wanna, I jumped straight to Dinosaurs. I want to go back and and uh, look back to see when they actually originally aired, though, because there's what we remember with well, the episodes and the stuff that we remember um, watching that wasn't the original airtime. Mm-hmm. So like family matters and stuff, you're talking about when it used to come out on NBC. Yeah, it's not an NBC show; it's an ABC, ABC show. Because yeah. it was TGIF, so it yes. was like TGIF. The last lineup I remember is TGIF was um was Boy Meets World with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, what else? Full House. Family Matters, Step by Step. Jesus, Step by Step. I love that uh, show. <clears throat> Ouch. And, um, but then even before that, see, like, shows like, I don't know why, Step by Step reminded me of Growing Pains. And, um. I think it was the same thing. To me, honestly, it, you really couldn't change the coat, but it would look different to me. So, Dinosaurs came out in 91 and ended in 94. Okay. Jeez, so did have a short so, run. So we were and aired on what what station? Um, let's say ABC. Let's see. I don't know if it says here. I'm looking at IMDb, but I can't find the network. The network. <clears throat> so going back to your que- question, if there was a um a show that we wish would they'd bring back or something like that, mine would be Blossom. Um, I'm a huge Blossom fan, and I re- really don't care who knows it. <laughs> I, when, when, okay, so when, when the season, season one and two came out on DVD a few years ago, um, I worked at Best Buy at that time and I, they had two copies and I bought one. (laughs) Um, and I remember watching it and I kid you not, the writing is great. The writing is amazing. It's it's funny, it's quippy, it's awesome. Yeah. And it lasted five seasons, which I think is good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's respectable. But the rest of the seasons did not come out on DVD. Yeah. And I, think I am you have... so <laughs> angry. I, it, came, it, was, it was put on DVD by Shout Factory. And the reason, I always look back on it, and the reason that they... Uh, didn't continue with the seasons is because of 
music rights. Yeah, I think you told me that. Which sucks because mu- the music is a huge part of that show. Her dad is a musician, and um, then later on, Joey his Joey Lawrence's musician m- music um, started coming out at that point. So music is a huge thing. Plus, she listened to tons of music, and a lot of musical artists came out on that show. Yeah, so, I think I did catch a couple of them, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, Blossom. Let's hope she he's okay with writing it back again, or somebody's up for it. I mean, we're getting a lot of returns of shows that are coming back out. Some of them were fond of coming back, and then some were not. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tales from the Crypt is is coming back. I was happy, and then to come and find out that director M. Night Shyamalan I'm sorry for people oh. that really really like him and I'm pretty sure I do need to give him a second chance with the new movie that he did do was The Visit I probably need, do need to give him another chance I need to give him no chance <laughs> I'll give him a chance but my whole thing on that anchor if this show comes back again I didn't meet him You did. Jenny got a, got, a, got a good chance to meet him got to send me a personal video it was awesome and got my season 2 DVD signed as that would be the only reason for me to ever watch that show would be John Casier to come back. And for him to go ahead and give me, give anybody shivers, for them to do redo that intro if they want to do it, if Danny Elfman will come back as well. I mean, that will be my go-to if they do bring it back. I'll give the first episode. If they do it, I'll step away. If It's a, it's a toss-up. If they do it the proper way, the perfect execution, and then again, they're throwing it on TNT. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be kind of like the flavor of like how there was the original Twilight Zone and then there was like the re the the revival Twilight Zones that were just never the same and also never on the same quality level. We're like in an era of rebooting. Like we're mm-hmm. in the reboot era. So maybe it will be good. I don't know mm-hmm. if if it's just kind of like time healed all to where it's like, okay, I miss it. Mm-hmm. And let's, you know, they have a lot of the original writers, like a show that you mentioned in the first, our first podcast was Twin Peaks. Right. Yeah. That's always the other thing I was going to bring up is, do you think it'll feel like the same? Do you think like those, do you feel like those characters never left? Oh, it man. all, for me, it all depended if David Lynch was the one working on it. He is. I know. And, now. <laughs> and he wasn't. And, the, and the, <clears> throat> throat> there was a time where it looked like he was going to, yeah, pretty much back out, back out of it completely, and let someone else take over. But thank God, I know. <laughs> I mean, who knows? It may suck, but you know, the chances of it are a lot to me better. And also, I think it's more of a truer work, even if it's not good. Right? You know that he he's gonna he's gonna be putting it out there. Um, the show that I think there's two shows that I, I think would be kind of cool. One would be I think like a revival, kind of like Fuller House. I think. Um, if they could do like a continuation of the Wonder Years, kind of like how they did the continuation of that would be cool. I mean, because you, I think it would either be set in the eighties or the nineties, so we re- we relive <gasps> that time period. That kid would be our age. We'd <laughs> see, we'd see Winnie Cooper's kids. We'd see Kevin Arnold's kids. We'd see what happened to them. Kevin Arnold's kid would be our age. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I just thought of that. So it's a weird. <laughs> I think kind of like how for our parents watching that was kind of like nostalgic, you know, to see that it would be kind of like nostalgic our, for to, yeah. It'd be for our it'd be us, you know, reliving that time, reliving, 
you know and also seeing what happened to the characters especially since that show kind of ends so abruptly you know I think that that would kind of make it somehow okay if they continued it on or something that was your second show <laughs> I gotcha the second one um I was thinking about like I, I would think a reboot of Alias would be kind of fun because because oh, one they're no. <laughs> I, I, do, I, do. I like that because I like that reaction. Oh, no. <laughs> no. oh I'm sorry. You know, I I I okay. Oscar got me into Alias, and I love it. I love that show. But correct me if I'm wrong. That Up was until also an early J.J. Abrams, right? The third season. <laughs> yeah, the third season kind of kills everything. Not doesn't kill. It it just kind of makes things a lot. Well, you weird. see, the third se- the third season is still good. It's just I didn't like one of the main characters in it, so for me, I hated it. And then it ruins everything else that happens afterwards. Yeah. But I feel like there there isn't a character like Sidney Bristow on TV right now. I think people. I think at this point, we have such a, we want our characters to be flawed, we want our characters to be, you know, to have that Vulnerable. Kind of, yeah, to be, you know, to have that, are they good, are they bad, are they anti-heroes, are they, you know, and I was watching it back, and the first two seasons was really good ones, <laughs> and it's kind of like, you know, for all intents and purposes, she's a good she's one of the people she's like the kind of character that's a good person that a lot of bad things happen to (laughs) so it's kind of like i think that's why you watch it not so much because it's like oh well this you know like i think we had talked before like weeds where you have a main character or you know um orange is a new black where you have a, a main character that's just over the course of the show becomes so unlikable that it's almost like you watch the show for other people besides your main character. And I still don't know why I continued to see Weeds all the way through. Because, because you, I don't a, like that show. I feel I like don't. you had a conniption fed. You were like, I just wanted to be done. Well, I don't <clears> know. I gave up on that show. <laughs> I did too. Maybe it was just, it was season. a show I like. I, I like to hate. I, it mm. must have been because I, I watched every single episode. And I liked it up until maybe the third season when she leaves, um, what's Agrestic? Mm-hmm. When she leaves, after that's done, then it that was just kind of like, there, Yeah, exactly. I, was that the same season when the other family left? Yes. They, 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 and they just kind of leave the show. Yeah. yeah. That, that's where it could have, for me, that's where it could have ended because mm-hmm. without the, see, in that show, it needed balance and that was what the balance was. Mm-hmm. The comedic factor. They, again, she's a suburban mom trying to make everything perfect. She goes and reaches out of another, another source she's never even, she's not familiar with. So that's what kind of takes it out of the element. And then to have the comedic factor of this family is real. They're going to tell you like it is. And this is how you're going to do see, it. See, I would have watched that show. <laughs> I would have loved to see it if they did a spinoff That's of true. that family. Yeah. Because a lot of shit went down with them. And that was great for that show. But as soon as she left Agrestic, that was when I left the show. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, no, this is what I came for. If they're not part of it, who's going to be it? Don't say Kevin Nealon because Kevin Nealon can only pull so far. Kevin Nealon just became like... Annoying, I, I heard. I have never liked Kevin Nealon. I love his stand Anything. Well, I feel like in, in Weeds, he he had a purpose in the first three seasons, and then he didn't have a purpose for the next five. No. So. No. Yeah, that was the only thing going for that I think show. that they just kept him on one for name and well, two. Well, he was her money source, so. Yeah. Oh, let's jump into that. How about series you wish would have ended 
at one point. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm going a, I'm to a throw it right now, and I know you guys are there always thinking it. Dexter. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't feel that same way. And you see, way. that one is... Okay, I don't know if it's just rumored or what, but that one's getting some sort of an alternate ending, too. I feel that show shouldn't be revived, either. I feel very betrayed by that See, show. Now, I love the hell out of it. Be- I have the box set. I own the Dexter box set with the really cool packaging really cool and all packaging. that awesomeness. But I am. So- I feel so betrayed by that show. <laughs> So see, I don't. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna stray away and be the different one of the bunch. Of course, is that I didn't feel that way. I really. I wanted to see and carry, carry uh, Dex. Sorry, I wanted to see how far Dexter could carry himself and see how he was a development as a character. I know you guys said he could have ended on what season. Was it season five or six? Season four. four. Season Mm. around there. So you feel like when he was introducing those other people, those so-called politicians, the real, you know, the real truthness of people, he was wanting to go ahead and guide somebody. Well, no, that was, okay. So the, the political one was season three. I didn't like season three. But (laughs) that's the one with Jimmy Smith. Um, It's like the weakest of the good seasons. Yeah, <laughs> season four was just brilliant, just absolute. And that brilliant. starred who? John Lithgow. Oh yeah, that was beautiful. Um, that as was... a Trinity killer, and do you think it could have ended after that? I think it could have used one more season to round it out, but not the season five with Julia Stiles that we got. I she feel wasn't like annoying was... as I thought she was going to be. And then when it did fizzle out, I was like, that's great that it went that way. I mean, everything you can name, I can go back and forth and I can go ahead and say this is what I thought of that season. But I think the way it ended, it was a little like like a lack lesson to the ending. But that's what I had been always envisioned in my head is that I think it could I think it could have cut out season five and gone straight to season six. And. Do you uh, think we could have done without what's her name's character? That one, the one he ends up Hannah with, McKay. Hannah. Hannah oh. McKay. I think. I think she could have been presented in a different way. Yeah, and I think <clears throat> what her ultimate fate could have, should have been different. I don't think she should have gotten away. I think if they it was like he's a psychopath, they should have carried it through to the very very end, and not have made him grow into a more humanized character. That's what killed it for me. Plus the end was shit. But I was going to segue once you said a more humanized lumberjack. Well, <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> it's just like, oh, well, I love... No, bullshit. I loved it. A, a true psychopath, a true... A true psychopath doesn't know what that is. So it would. It just wouldn't have happened. So no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Walking into it and what I thought at the end was, I've been thinking this far back. I don't know what season spawned it. But I was like, you know what would be easier if Dexter did, again, spoilers, I'm sorry, is that I wonder what how it would go. I always wondered what it would be like if he ever took the route to kill the character of Dexter. How he would play it out. And then when it did come to mind, I was like, that would have been the easiest route from the beginning. Where he was, there's tons of fucking storms. Just so happens that none of the other shit happens. 
like no no storms ever come in between the middle of the seasons until the fucking end that's what kind of threw me off for a loop of course that's not the direct depiction of mm-hmm. miami in my i eyes. would have been so much more satisfied <clears throat> if it ended in the obvious way and i think that the obvious way would have been for him to have died by lethal gotten caught died by lethal injection and harrison Use, would have had yeah. to be taken care of by deborah who was so against harry's code and would have been forced to implement her own code on Harrison when she saw characteristics of a psychopath, sociopath in In Harrison. So early on. We found a quote online that pretty much I think that we can all kind of say is the mission statement for this podcast or this little endeavor of ours. I'm born in the 80s, raised in the 90s. We are the last generation that learned how to play in the streets. We were the we are the pioneers of Walkmans and chat rooms. We are we were the last to record songs on radio on the cassettes. We learned how to program VCR before anyone else. <laughs> we grew up watching Saved by the Bell, The Fresh Prince, and Martin. We traveled in cars with no seatbelts or airbags. We left with we lived without cell phones or <clears throat> and we wrote letters. We grew up without profile likes and bathroom mirror pictures. We had the best of the best of all times. Yeah. I believe so. <laughs> Agreed. <clears throat> I mean, as we, as we previously spoke about all that stuff, I mean, that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Is that we have all the stuff that we grew up watching, what we couldn't watch, what we couldn't have as a kid. I mean, that's that's what it all is. And we wish all the all the stuff that we could have now in the 90s to come back at least <laughs> or at least be revived in some, some, some shape so we can have that that feeling that feeling again which further goes to prove that we are indeed <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go and say that well I think now we've kind of shared more about us and more about our background of the things that have formed us have kind of made us feel that we want to talk about things that we want to bring forth with this podcast and bring forth with you know sharing so any last comments guys rest in peace David Bowie and everybody that died this past week we are very sad and as the podcasts go on as they continue hopefully um, (laughs) yes you'll you'll hear different stories about how these artists affected us and how we are mourning them in our own way (laughs) there's this quote i remember hearing once and i can't remember how it goes i wish that i had it in front of me but i remember it saying something like that you die two deaths in your life the first death is when you actually die and the last death is when your name is uttered for the last time you know their names aren't going anywhere so that's you know saying something about them so Mm -hmm. And it's our job to give it to the next generation. Mm-hmm. Pass it forward. Make sure Justin Bieber doesn't become <laughs> the next David Bowie. Just saying. Over my dead body. Yes. <laughs> All right. I think we need a cool catchphrase, but we don't have one now. So, <laughs> stay classy, Senator. Bye. Bye.